Are you ready to become? Y'all, you're not going to believe the overlap and synchronicity of this incredible podcast with Natasha Graziano. She is brilliant. She is kind. She is obviously beautiful. No question about that. But her brilliance is connected to a place of hardship. And that's what the Fit and Faith podcast has always been about. It's always been about the messy comeback stories to what our versions of success are. And that's everybody is different. But her version of success is to impact you with the knowledge and expertise that she cultivated over her comeback story. She's going through her five ways, her five steps to get into a place of what was debt and homelessness, single mom, Uh, that had nothing at her hands other than trash bags and a stroller to being a a multi seven, eight, nine figure. I don't even know how many, it doesn't really matter, but a successful in her own version steward, a steward of a vision, steward of mission, steward of kindness and tithing and goodness. She loves the Lord and you're going to love this. It's going to be a life-changing moment. I have no doubt. So make sure you're in a space where you have all of your attention. She tells you actually in the show to plug one ear. Don't let it fall out of the other side. Don't let it go in one ear and out the other like this podcast might have done in the past or any other podcast. This is a time to lean in, to tune in, learn this five-step methodology connected to her NBS system that has I've experienced and is very transformational. It's provided such vision for my life and I know it's going to do the same for you. Natasha, we love you. We're honored by you for being here and so excited to see how your book getting in the hands of my community and the communities at large across the world is going to change people's lives. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your mission. Thank you for saying yes and taking inspired action. All right. So if you were like me, you're a couple years into business as a founder, innovator, and trailblazer, and you are looking to put all of your coaching experiences and information and all the content you've been building year by year by year into one hub, I would didn't want to do it in the course format. I wanted to be experiential. I wanted to have an opportunity to convert right there. And so I used an app an app developer that has literally changed our business's life, not to mention the reach for it and the conversion is amazing. It's very simple. So if you're thinking, oh, I do not want to add an app to my to-do list, I promise they've made it incredible. Passion.io and specifically the link in the show notes is going to help you not only move forward in your business, but generate sales in a very easy format. I'm excited for you, and obviously we want you to download our app, the Fit in Faith Network. You can go to Apple, Google, whatever phone you use to find our app, but specifically, I want you to know that it is possible to have your own. So be cool, be a cool kid, have your own app. It's this is what all the cool kids are doing. So y'all, enjoy the podcast today. Welcome to the Fit in Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who 
and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Welcome, welcome to the Fit and Faith podcast. I am so excited to introduce you guys today to my sister, incredible human being, Natasha Graziano. Thanks for being here, girl. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I love this podcast so much. I am so excited to sip our morning teas, as you call it, so beautifully together. (laughs) I'm going with a chai tea latte today. Are you? So I do have a little oat milk in there, but that's uh, the flavor of the day. I love it. I'm drinking freshly squeezed apple juice that my housekeeper makes for me. It's so nice. We're like, it's just perfectly fresh off the trees. And yeah, here we go. Yes. Well, cheers, sister. You guys, we are going to have an incredible conversation today. And I'm so excited that we get to be a part of Natasha's new book that's coming out. So we're going to be sharing about that maybe for the first time that you're hearing about her. Um, But I've been connected to her and her mission and her heart for the last year. My coach, Mike Zeller, got us connected and I've been able to be a part of some meditations with her. I'll be speaking um, at EYA with her. Actually, we already have at this point. (laughs) We're recording this early, Um, but we're so excited to just know that God does such incredibly intentional things, and He's doing it coast to coast. He's doing it around the world, and by you listening today and sharing this podcast, you have an opportunity to be a part of her story too. So thank you guys for being a loyal community, and Natasha, let's dive in. Ooh, I'm excited. It's going to be good. All right. So I think the first question I want to know, because there's so much evolution in our stories, I love to go right into the mess because I know that there's been a miracle since then. That's why we're here able to still breathe and and really pursue our dreams. So where was that moment for you where you felt like you had hit, I like to call it rock foundation rather than rock bottom, because from a foundation you can build and from a bottom or a pit, you feel like there's no way out. But I know sometimes people feel that way. I'd love to, you know, tune in, hear your story. There you go. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, that's so interesting that you call it that, that you that you call it a foundation, a rock foundation, because you're right. You know, yeah. what is your foundation? Where is it built from? Well, for me, it was when I was in my weakest point. It was when I had lost everything. It was when I found myself on my final day of my tenancy agreement in my home with my son knowing that the next day we didn't have a place to go to, Mm -hmm. knowing that the very next day we were actually going to be on the street with no one to turn to, nowhere to go because of where I had allowed myself to get to emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually. But how I'd pushed away the world and allowed myself to feel like nothing. And then sure enough, God showed me what nothing meant. And it was about my own lack of belief in myself that took me to that place. So I always say to people, don't look at me now and judge and say, wow, she's incredible. She's on stages with, you know, Tony Robbins and Mark Cuban and and Gary Vee. And oh my God, incredible. No, don't look at this. Look at how many times I fell down and got back up again to get to where I am today. Look at how many times I hit rock foundation and bottom in many ways to go up into where I am today. How many times I stood back up 
Mm. Every time. It is not about how many times I pushed forwards. It wasn't about just moving forwards. It was about getting back up and staying on that train because you can get back up and then you can lose hope again and go back. And that's what happened to me twice, mm. you know, and ending up on the street. I would say that day when I walked out with all our belongings in black bin liners, bags, mm. and they were attached to my, my son's stroller. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, where are we going today? And it was so painful to think, how my my life had amounted to that mess, but it was from that mess I made it my message. It was from that pain I made it my growth. It was from that breakdown that it became my breakthrough. And if I didn't go through that pain, if I didn't hit that lowest point in my life, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be here to share with you my techniques and my methods of how to become the greatest version of yourself because everything would have just been floating along in a, in a state of comfort. And when you're in a state of comfort, you don't grow because comfort is the enemy of growth. Oh, golly. So many things I want to say. I want to start with where you finish because I really do believe that comfort is complacency. And I've told so many people, I'm like, we judge so often when people are in that glamour phase or their highlight reel is fantastic. And I know that the people that I get to surround myself like you, we're actually standing in a place of authenticity because of the the rock bottom, because of the rock foundation. And we aren't lying to the fact that it has taken all of this effort, all of this energy, all of this day-by-day breath, which we'll talk about here soon, in order for us to be able to shine. And it's not about glorifying ourselves. It's actually about empowering others to do it because they can. If we still have breath, we still have purpose. And so you are sitting there outside with your child with these bags, these black bags, and feeling like you were lacking purpose. But in the midst of that, God was like, I've got you right where I want you, daughter. I've got you right where I need you to grow. Mm -hmm. And so the word that I really think the entire story that you shared and I think is the most empowering piece is the ownership that you took when it came to recognizing I kind of put myself here. I was the one who pushed them out. I was the one who was trying to self-serve and create anything for myself. And it was the recognition that there's more to humanity. There's more to our even existence and more to our identity than just the me-centered selfishness. I can raise my hand that I've been in a place of everything was kind of my fault. And even though there's elements that you know we take on or we have to hold or carry that are hard, that might've been pushed on us or placed on us, we still have a choice in that. And so I love the ownership piece of how you show up in your story. I'd love to hear about what was next, what came next beyond the fight. You know, when you take ownership, it's such a good point that you mentioned, Tamara, when you take ownership of who you are and where you've gotten yourself to and acknowledge first what you're going through and then say, okay, when I point the finger and say, it's his fault, it's his fault, watch this. Look how many fingers are pointing back at me. Three. Three fingers. So who's the problem? It ain't someone else. It's me. I must take ownership and I must face up to the fact that God is showing me a challenge and showing me a test. Am I going to pass that test is the question, or am I going to not pass it? And then God will keep showing me situation after situation until I change because it is about me evolving and changing. It is about me 
becoming the best version of me through the challenge. It's not about who you are during the challenge. It's about who you are after. Yes, come on. And so my book is literally called Always Becoming. And we were talking about that before we jumped on here. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah. always becoming. And mine's always being until becoming. you become it. Could it be oh, any more similar? Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. That's so Show nice. me that cover. They're basically the same title. Oh my gosh. This is so good. First off, you look amazing as always. And that cover is amazing. But as you kept saying the word become, I'm like, I wonder if we've connected about this yet, because this is, <laughs> this is where that root foundation, that rock foundation yeah. exists is the awareness factor that nobody has made it anywhere. We've just made it to our next understanding of identity. And I know as we sit here in this conversation, we have so many more dreams. We have so many more people that we want to connect and impact. And that's ultimately why we both decided to create this legacy in this written word. So tell me about this service of this book. I want to know about your becoming and how it's going to help other people unlock theirs. I love it. Well, the becoming, the journey is about who we are on the journey as we evolve. And as I say in the title, it's it's not fake it till you make it. Yes. It's be it until you become it. Become the version of you before you get there. Don't wait until you're worth a hundred million to give a million to charity. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until you're married to be the perfect wife or husband. Don't wait until you get on the stage to be a good speaker. Practice now. Show up now as an amazing partner, as a multimillionaire. Show up as it and give to charity. Do your tie. Do whatever it is. You've got to give and show up every day as the version of you you want to become when you get there. You've got to decide who that person is, what they look like when you're there and how you can show up now. That is what be it until you become it is. We all have the chance to change who we are every single second. We don't have to wait till the next year at midnight, December 31st to become the new version of us through our resolutions, which by the way, we barely stick to past April, right? barely stick to really 50% past January. So check this out. If we become the version we want to become, we get to choose our character and write our script in our movie today. We choose it. We will become it. Come on, you guys. Natasha's literally living a life that you can't possibly imagine, or maybe you can imagine it, but you feel really distant from fresh squeezed apple juice with a beautiful scenery behind her. She also has some housework happening in the background, a renovation, which I know a lot of us love getting or thinking to of only if this was the change. But what I think is so evident and so beautiful about it is one, you can feel and sense the power of the Holy Spirit over top of her when she gets that fire and she starts speaking up, right? She's raising the roof right now and sending her prayer to heaven because this is an anointing, right? This is an anointing that I think a lot of people feel like they don't have access to. And really it's this mindset shift. It's this understanding through ownership, through the acknowledgement that she's also leaning into and speaking to that we can own who we are right now. And it doesn't have to be any less than who we can become. It's like taking on the identity right now today of this is who I am meant to be. And I just think that there's so much power to that. So I know in your story, 
now everyone is seeing you just in a huge gap between you being homeless and where you are today. So talk to us through this incredible methodology and even the MBS system that helped you get there. So the gap between the life that I live now and the life that I lived then is what I'm about to tell you. For anyone who is living a life that they don't yet want to live, but they want to bridge the gap between the life they're living now and the life that you want to live, take this in, write this down, get a piece of paper. Because I say, if you put it in your ear, make sure you put your finger in the other one so it doesn't go out the other side. Don't let it go out the other side, okay? Michael Beckford told me about my friend. He's, he's one of the authors from The Secret. I was watching him the other day and he was telling me, he was like, listen, he was like, put your finger in the other side. And listen, let me tell you, do not just listen today and don't write it down and take action. If you don't take action upon what you hear, you will have no change in your life. You won't see a different possibility and you definitely won't see a new reality. So, so here was close my that ear, y'all. Let's go. Get your pen. Uh-huh. Close uh-huh. your ear, other ear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so here's what I did. I recognize there are five core pillars that go into achieving our goals, to manifesting, to attracting anything you want to call it, to really becoming the version of you. Here's step one: getting clarity on your vision. Get clarity on your vision and know exactly what it is that you want to attract into your life. Know what it is with just full decisiveness, specificity to the max. No, I want to achieve this and I want to get there by what time? Okay, we go all the way back from Napoleon Hill. We go further back to the the Mayans, the Egyptians. All the way back, there is always a statement of what was meant to be achieved by a certain time. So use that, take it in, write that down. Pillar number two, and I did every step I'm teaching you, and this is the most powerful of all, is removing the blockages. Mm. removing the self-limiting belief that is stopping you inside of you from achieving your goal. The thing inside of you that is not serving you, the little critic, the little voice that is saying, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, or maybe I don't feel worthy, or no one's going to love me. The reason I found myself on the street was because of this voice, because I had overcome an addiction but it was still that voice saying, nobody wants to know you. You're never going to get a job because of who you were before. This little voice that was eating inside away at my mind, okay? And I don't want you to get there. If I can help anyone end suffering in any way for themselves or others, that's why I believe I'm here on planet Earth. And we all have a gift, by the way, inside of us. But yeah. We are here to unravel, to unwrap and share with the world. And you just have to find that gift inside of you. So that's pillar two, remove the blockages. Now you can also do that through things like meditation or my MBS method, which I write about in full detail in the book, which is meditational, is so good. Meditational behavioral synchronicity, which is a powerful form of deep guided meditation, including ancient breathing techniques and modern day neuroscience. And we rewire the brain. And when you do this deep MBS meditation, You are sure to feel better than you did before you began. You're sure to better your life in some way. And if you practice every day, you create repetition in your brain. You know, who knows how incredible your life will look after 30 days. I know for me, I had started to heal my illness. I had an illness. I had an autoimmune disease and overactive thyroid for some time. And I healed myself with that. I no longer had it. It was amazing to feel that I'd healed from it by believing that I used this whole method I'm teaching. 
Step number three is replacing the old self-limiting belief with a new belief about yourself, a new powerful affirmation, a positive belief that you put into your subconscious mind whilst you're in that altered state of awareness in the the deep guided meditation. You really want to do it not only in the conscious mind now, but you want to say it to yourself and believe it and imprint it, put the seeds in your garden when you're in the alpha and the theta state. For those of you that don't know what that is, that's when we meditate, right? Right now we're in the beta state. When we go deeper, we're in alpha and then theta. These are slower brainwave states if you want. And you get to calm down and there your nervous system relaxes. You go into your sympathetic nervous system. And from there, you're able to rewire the brain. This has been more proven that your brain is susceptible, more impressionable when you're in that state. Well, okay, it's then- neat I've been doing a lot of studies around like neuroplasticity, right? And that's kind of the the element of how you can rewire. It's like reprogramming is possible. And I think when people, especially people in their faith, they don't even imagine that this is something, right? They look at it, it's a miracle, right? If I change, it's it's got to be a miracle. But it really is an element of both, right? The, the fact that we have to put in the work, the action of being and actually practicing God meditated. Jesus meditated. It was literally one of the biggest practices that Jesus did when he was here is he went to pray. He went to meditate. And so people can twist this as spirituality, as woo-woo, right? And like, this isn't possible. But why would God create a brain that has this ability if we're able to meditate on the word day and night? And the word that she's saying associated to that is identity. It's identity association. So she's saying, take the lies that either you have implanted or the enemy has implanted in your mind that you continue on repeat every single day. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not beautiful. And literally replace with the word of God. Those affirmations, by the way, if you listen to biblical affirmations versus worldly affirmations, those are 75% more likely to have a transformation. And this is done through a series of studies that have transplaced, t- taken place over the last 10 years. So a decade worth of knowledge that biblical affirmations associated to your identity are better than just worldly affirmations, secular affirmations. Wow. Gosh, that is so powerful. Well, there's so many studies around meditation. There's what my own MBS method. Currently, we're going through some incredible scientific research. We've got doctors all over America trying it out, uh, clinical trials with their patients. We've got MRIs, EEGs happening. It's a, it's a whole movement. It's already practiced wow. by doctors, psychologists, and monks all over the world, but we're taking it to a new level to really prove that it's science. There, are, there is actually science-backed evidence behind it. Um, so good. So we're on step four now. What do we got? Okay. Step number four is expand your vision. So number four is understanding how you can expand this flow, how you can make this vision bigger. How do you expand things? Through visualizations, through vision boards, through people. So whenever you see a couple who's in love and let's say you want to attract love, well, that's a moment you got to lean into. You got to lean into that. You've got to feel that person, that energy of that couple. And you've got to imagine like you can have it. Like, you know, it's possible. Like it's going to be possible for you. And that is what expanding your vision is. You can also do it through things you watch on TV. If you want to live an amazing life, an abundant life, well, honey, make sure you're watching abundant movies. Movies where the, the story is about somebody who is really abundant financially in every way. They give to charity. They do great things. And look at it and let it expand your mind. 
And how interesting that you say that because a huge component of always becoming for me was almost um, a state of conviction of getting rid of. It was a state of minimization. And the minimization process for me was minimizing what I was listening to, what I was watching, what was being fed to me, or what I was actually even physically eating. And there was elements of recognition in the things that I was watching or listening to consumption-wise were not serving me. And I think society, a lot of times we're watching, you know, media even that is, it's disheartening. It is causing and implanting fear. It's making us feel less than and unworthy or mm-hmm. in a state of culture shock. And why are we allowing ourselves to see people shooting each other up or guns or violence right. or hatred being the, the concepts that are going into not only ourselves, but also our children? Oh no, you got it. If you, what you watch really becomes you. And here's the yes. craziest thing. And this is terrifying. What we listen to in our podcasts or in our radios in the background, it goes into our subconscious mind. So if you are literally listening in the background to something that is upsetting your mind and you don't know about it, this is actually becoming who you are. So choosing right now to tune into Tamara's amazing podcast means that you really want to better your life. You're you're tuning and hardwiring your brain to be a new human, to be a better person. This is the importance of listening to good things every day, to really becoming that amazing version of you. So that's really, really important to expand your vision with good things. Choose to listen to good things. Pillar number five is take inspired action. So every single day you have to choose and make a decision to take inspired action. You literally have to decide today. I want to show up as a better human. And today I want to take some action, which is going to guide me closer toward my ultimate destiny. That's going to take me to being the best version of me. That's going to help me achieve my goal. If you do three small goals a day, right? Three small goals a day. That's inspired action. Do you know how many goals that is a year? 1,095. So now, honey, your side hustle has become your main hustle. You've done three small goals a day. You've created an amazing field. You've created an amazing industry. Whatever it is that you are doing, 1,095 goals a year, that is a big achievement. So make sure you are taking inspired action because the final part of it, but inspired action creates drive. Momentum, motivation, write that down. Inspired action creates drive, momentum, and motivation. So if you're hearing this right now, this was not a fluke that you just showed up on Tamara's podcast today listening. It was not a fluke that you've chosen to hardwire your brain into a new thought process. Maybe nothing's working for you. Maybe you feel stuck right now. But when you apply these five pillars into your life, you will see a monumental change. You will see something shift in your life if you do this all the time. You just practice and you show up as a new person. Because like I told you, every moment you get a chance to show up as a new person all the time. We're not the same person that we were 15 minutes ago, let alone a decade ago. So don't let somebody else's words bring you down. Don't let your old past self bring you down. You get a chance to show up every day as a new person. So who will you show up as today? Mm. The most powerful thing you can do to unlock your greatness and step into your next level of abundance is to get in the room with others who have been where you want to be and perhaps are going where you want to go. But oftentimes we can put ourselves in the wrong room based on exterior vantage points, what they wear, where they go, what they do. When 
We know in our heart of hearts that we should be following people, standing along people who are aligned in true wealth. Stop feeling alone in the journey of growth as a business leader and an entrepreneur who loves God. Stop struggling to find the right answer when it's already been written. Stop giving up on the desires of your heart when God placed them there with intention. Stop standing in this lack mentality when your prosperity is critical for all of us in the kingdom. Come, find a seat at the table at the most impactful faith-driven business conference you will ever experience. Alongside ministry-driven marketplace leaders, you will evolve, unlock, and activate your next level. That just sounded like a video game. This is not the meta, okay? This is your IRL, your in real life chance to be in the room with some of the greatest kingdom entrepreneurs of our time. Founders, innovators, trailblazers who are God-centered are coming together to grow their business for God's sake. And that's an inside-out job. You will leave this three-day intensive with action plans, new income strategies, fresh mentalities towards business and life integration, and a sense of freedom that will have others magnetized to what you are selling by the way you freshly and uniquely serve. It's happening on November 4th through the 6th, 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee, with a highlight VIP event on November 3rd. There are seats at the table for you, but they will go fast. It's a limited reservation, so get your tickets now at growforgod.com. Again, that's growforgod.com. I cannot wait to hug your neck. I cannot wait to see you there in person. I cannot wait for this energetic room to just light up the world because that's what we're going to do when we leave this conference, but you got to be in the room. IRL, let's go. I have so many things to say. One, how connected we are. So you talk about this inspired action and an element of our mission, both with the podcast, with my coaching, with my books, with all the things that we put out into the universe is about obliterating shame and activating purpose. Because it does start with the element of ourselves. That's the identity piece that then goes into activating purpose to why are you here? What's the legacy in which you're intended to leave? What's that purpose? What's that calling? Um, and everyone has gifts and talents in which they're meant to utilize and activate. But the piece that I really loved even next, which I think is an element of number five, which makes it expanded to everyone you're connected to, is you said drive momentum and motivation. And I don't believe that it's just the motivation for ourselves to keep going, but you are actually inspiring others to get motivated to start right back at number one. And so it's actually a service by us activating these five pillars. It's a service to humanity. 100%. And I've got a free program which gives you access. It's worth like $500. You can do these five pillars. I've created the five videos that anybody can do anytime it's on demand and you will do every pillar we just went through. It will coach you, guide you. It's me doing it with you and you just get to learn it. I've had so many humans do it. So many people go through it and have just phenomenal changes. The testimonials are incredible. People have used my MBS method because pillar two, you get to do the MBS method to remove blockages where they weren't able to conceive babies. This one lady, she comes in our clubhouse every week, week. She's now got a little one who's about six months old. It's so powerful, you know, to, to see these profound breakthroughs that we're seeing in people's lives. Someone else was in debt, hundreds of thousands. He was suicidal. He was in his car. 
Um, and he tried my my method, and and here he is, you know, alive today, out of debt. It's it's really beautiful. I got myself out of debt. I was in debt hundreds of thousands at the time, and I was in a really dark place. And you know, I, how did I get out of it? Well, I just started applying this method, and guess what? When you start to give from a place of lack, because you understand these five principles that I coach, and you do the MBS method to remove the limiting beliefs, all of a sudden, paychecks started to show up for me. You know, I, I got a, a tax rebate come through. I got some money from a family member who had passed come through. I, little bits started to come back. And I was like, thank God, where is this coming from? Yes. You know, and so I have to say, it's so funny because I won't get rid of one of my phone numbers I've had for like 10 years because every, I'm really, I'm really worried I'll get rid of it because when I was in a bad place, the time, yeah. how I started to get the money back was because people have the same numbers. So a family member was able to contact me eventually and say, Hey, I've got some money for you. Yeah. Um, you know, that was after I'd already put a roof over my head, but it wasn't really much of a roof because it was a hostel for me and my son, <laughs> but I keep that number in case people ever want to reach me and they, you know, they have something else they want to offer. Yeah. But <laughs> in today's world, I, I just, I leave it there just as a place where any, I don't use the number. I just yeah. keep it on a phone in a drawer. So if there's someone who needs me from the past or oh. there's something, I just, you know, it's a funny one actually. I don't know why I bought that up, but it was just on my heart. No, I find that really interesting. That. Well, mm-hmm. and it's this knowing that essentially we all have a tie. Even as we become, there's a tie to who we once were. And while our identity has shape shifted and we've become something what feels like, and I know for me, even when I look at pictures and I'm sure it's the same for you, Natasha, you're like, who is that person? I don't even recognize who she was. And thank God that there's been this massive transformation. I feel like each year I look younger than I did even when I was in my 20s because I was not treating myself well. And I was consuming everything else and letting everything else dictate my identity versus taking ownership and being able to dictate my identity and then project into the world all of the positivity that we are created with. And so I'm just thinking of the ties that we have to our past that can actually still be motivation factors for all of those people, right? You think a lot, especially as influencers, especially as people who create content or people who are being looked at, who have a spotlight on them, and a platform that's been created, I know by God, it's not something we can self-create, right? Yeah. Even as you activated this MBS and you started taking that inspired action, it still is something that like has been laid before you as something from God. And so I think through how many haters or how many naysayers or how many people, even with your own choice of rejection towards them and saying, I've abandoned people or I've let go of people or I've made these actions that aren't great. There's this beautiful evolution where God redeems and restores relationships, old locations, perhaps even in your life. I would love to hear like, Have you had an opportunity to go and bless people that you knew in the hostel or go back to maybe some old friendships or relationships and be able to restore and see this motivation actually apply to their lives? Oh, wow. Yes, I have. And it's so profound when you get those moments. I went back to somebody who I met on the street who, I mean, bear in mind, I wasn't on the street for long, but here's the, what happened in that day when I was. I met this guy and I bumped into him again, which was, I mean, so bizarre bizarre, uh, later. And I just told him, I said, if I'm here, right, we were on the street the same time in 2018. And if I'm where I am now, right, let alone where I am today, even more time on, 
how is it that I've managed to do it and you haven't? And mm. and I asked him, what is it? What is your why? And he said, my why is my daughter. And I said, so if you want to go to another city and see your daughter, which is a flight away, you need to get up off your butt now and you need to make her your why every day. And he's in the same place. If you want to find him, he's in the same street every Sunday where he says, that's his place he goes to. He will always be there. And he said, even when he gets off the street, he'll always go back there on a Sunday to this one park, this one area where he loves, where he feels at peace. And I said, but take your daughter back there, but not from you being on the street. I said, get off the street and do it for her because you keep telling me she is my why. And I still have his number and we still stay in touch. And, you know, he's getting that. He's getting himself in a better place. He's showing up to job interviews. He's managed to find himself a suit. You know, I I tried Mm -hmm. to explain to him how everybody has a choice every day. And it comes from a feeling inside of us of deciding a decision that we are going to forgive ourselves for the past and we are going to try something new. And we're going to learn to love ourselves for who we are, flaws and all, and leave behind the things that no longer serve us, that want to bring us down, whether that's a naysayer, whether that's a parent, a child who is saying some nasty things to you, that's okay. You can love them from afar and come back to them and say, hey, are you proud of me? Look who I am now. Look what I'm achieving for you. Look what I have done in spite of your words against me. Look who I am today. My entire family disowned me, bar my mom, when I was in my previous line of work, when I was a webcam girl, I was disowned by my family. And of course, they just, they weren't proud, you know? And then my body was exploited online, but I knew I was going to get out of that because I was feeding a drug addiction. So I knew if I overcame that drug addiction, if I overcame the downfall I was going through, I would come out the other side and I wanted to make them proud. Not only that, I wanted to then make my son proud and I wanted to evolve and, and become someone to be more than a role model to just him and them, to others in the mm. world to show them that they too can overcome their suffering, their trauma and their past. And that became my why. That became my why. That became my everyday, my waking up, my yearning for more, my desire to become someone because I didn't want to let the previous version of me hold me back. That version of you will bring you down. If you allow it, that version of you will bring you to your knees That version of you will have you like I was on the street. That version of you will keep you from healing, will keep you from your greatest gifts you are meant to find. It will keep you from your destiny of being abundant. That's your birthright, by the way. Right. That's right, sister. Choose today. Are you going to allow your past to hold you down or are you going to step with faith forwards and walk with faith and walk with decision and walk and commit to the new version of you. There's enough hate in the world. Leave the haters behind. There's too much hate. Don't get involved with it. Don't. When someone comes to you and says, hey, did you know this about her? Do you see what he did? Don't mind them because just know they'll talk about you next. Just know they'll do the same to you. Don't touch it. Stay away from it. Focus on your plan, on what God has for you, on what you're meant to do, and your life will unfold so beautifully. Well, and I don't know if you know this, Natasha, but the FIT, the acronym of FIT in this podcast is 
founders, innovators, and trailblazers. And I feel like trailblazers are the speak the speaking points over and over again, as you've talked about like creating and forging and walking into it. And like, it can feel scary. It can feel like you're walking into a dark location. And it's the recognition that the light that you're looking for, we often look to everywhere else, everyone else. And like, where's the light? I'm supposed to find a light at the end of the tunnel. Who's got my light? And it's the remembrance that when we actually activate and do what you've done through these five steps, we're actually igniting our inner flame. And so when we go somewhere, we don't have to look for what is scary. And we have to recognize that we are the light walking into the dark place. And we're actually the ones who are illuminating it for other people to step foot in with a bit more safety because we've now become a safe person versus a self-destructive person that then is spewing out, you know, negativity to those around us. And whether that is your story or not, and you feel like I've kind of lived this like coasting life. Well, then you can revert back to how we started this conversation, that comfort zones are killers. Comfort is kill. Comfort is complacency. And so it doesn't matter which path you've been on thus far. It's now time to blaze a new trail with the recognition that you're the light. 100%. And you, as you say about, you know, comfort, I'm going to go to the other side of that. When you're in discomfort situations, when you're in those moments where you feel uncomfortable, maybe fear creeps up on you, maybe imposter syndrome creeps up on you, maybe the worry creeps up on you or that little critic inside of you, which is imposter syndrome saying you can't do it or, you know, you're never going to be, you're in the wrong place, you don't belong here, whatever those words are. When you feel uncomfortable, that is when you know you're in the right place, honey, because that is where you're growth comes from. That is when you know you are about to grow. That is when you know you are unfolding. Something is becoming of you. Your butterfly wings are coming out. That is when you know you are meant to be there. So get into those uncomfortable situations. I don't mean go out there and look for it, but I mean it. lean into it when they happen. Get into it. Lean into fear because that is how we build success. That's how we get out of situations. It's how we grow. Are you here to just cruise along and cruise control and just like never feel any purpose, never feel any drive and never feel completely fulfilled? Mm. I know you're not. I know simply by you listening this far in, the fact you are here, that means you want to evolve. You want something different for yourself. You want to become someone greater and you want to live out that purpose that God has for you. You want to enjoy your life at the highest and connect your purpose to your business and evolve. So I know right now it's for someone, this is for you. Lean into that discomfort because you're about to unfold and grow into the most beautiful butterfly you could have ever imagined. Wow. And if you guys have not heard like the whole butterfly visualization of what Natasha is alluding to is if a butterfly is inside of its cocoon and it was now in the stage of coming out, whether you see it, a farmer sees it, whatever, and they go to slice open that cocoon to help the butterfly evolve. That would be the handout. That would be the comfortable thing to perceivingly do. But if if they do that, the butterfly actually is incapable of flying because the struggle to get out of the cocoon is the struggle in which they are actually being equipped 
to make the flight, to be able to fly, to be able to soar. And so whatever struggle we find you in at this point or any struggle that you've gone through in the past, that's likely the exact struggle in which you're going to show up on purpose to serve out your purpose to other people. And so don't limit yourself. Don't look for the easy way out and don't run from those uncomfortable places. I think that there's a massive difference between comfort and contentment. I would believe to say that Natasha is so content with who she is, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't take inspired action every single day and get a little uncomfortable in some of those places of visualization. Oh yeah. I lean into those. I, every day when something happens, I think, why is this happening? I think, why me? Yes. What I said, I think, why is this happening? Because every time something happens to us, we must pause and say, what a pleasure. I'm going to grow from this. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. Pause before I have my reaction, which would usually be, wah, or like get angry or like get nuts about it, whatever it is. And you just pause and say, what a pleasure. Why is this happening in my movie? Why is this happening in my movie? What am I meant to learn from this situation? And when you ask yourself these questions, you will find the answer and you will start to understand and listen. Because when we pray, we talk to God, right? We, we listen mm-hmm. and God talks back to us. So just listen for that voice, for that sign that you're going to receive that day. Everywhere you go, you'll see signs. Maybe he'll show you them in colors, in yes. words of a song, in a book. Maybe the words of my book, be it till you become yes, it. Which is be. Uh-huh. You can literally read it. You can, oh my gosh, that is the sign I needed. I got to become it today. I got to become it. Got to uh-huh. become it. So now you know your sign. Now you know what you got to do. You got to lean into it. You've got to take action upon these signs. Otherwise it's wasted. You see a sign and you don't do anything about it. When you're at a crossroads and you're driving your car and you see a, a big sign in front of you and it says, stop here. Do you drive through? No, because you might crash. Or if it says right here, a sign, right turn only, you go right. And guess what? There's something else great along that road, your destination. So you need to follow the signposts of what is coming before your eyes. And the way to see something different from what you're seeing now is to listen. Because when you listen, you learn. When you study, you grow. If you're not learning, you're dying. If you're not evolving, you're devolving. You've got to evolve to go to the next place right now. You've got to listen. You've got to read a bit more. You've got to study a bit more. You've got to get really into your art, your craft, hone in on your skill. And then your evolution occurs because you start to see different possibilities around you in people, events, and places. And you think, whoa, this is weird. How come I'm seeing new things? Well, the the reason you're seeing new things is because you've put a different pair of shades on. You're seeing with a different pair of eyes all of a sudden because you are listening to different things. You're hardwiring your brain neural pathways and neuroplasticity, creating a new skill, a new thought process, something new, which becomes your new personality. And so you see different events, people in places. Y'all, I hope everyone goes out to get a new pair of shades today and it leans back to the new evolution of who you are going to become. And you can think back to this specific episode. You can think back to Natasha and all of the work that she went through. And she's basically doing it for you. She's handing you a new pair of shades right now. And so go through these five steps. Go take that course. It's free. 
There is literally no excuse that you can have. Time is of the essence. Time is valuable. It is critical. Pay yourself. Invest in yourself by taking this course, getting her book, learning about the MBS system, and getting connected to who she is, but more so connected to who you are made to become. Because that's what we want. If you do that, that is a gift to Natasha and I. When we see you evolve, when we hear the testimony of what transpires after this show, based on your activation, it is such a blessing. So we want to hear you. We want you to share this out. We want this to be a milestone in your life to take the next right step, the next step to your becoming journey. Natasha, you've been an absolute pleasure. I'm so grateful to be connected to you. Cannot wait to see how this impacts the world because I know it's going to. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. I'm going to give you the links for the book, yes. be it till you become it book.com, be it till you become it. You'll just find it online at your local bookstore, yes. everywhere you can imagine where you can buy a book, you can get the book. Um, and then also, if you want to download that program for free, well, guess what? When you do the when you buy the book, you get the program for free. You yes. get the whole Be It So You Become It bonus program for free. So everything I talked about in the five minutes, so everything I spoke about with the MBS method, I believe that you get a copy of that for free right now. So get it before we. It's not there. Um, yes. So get it when you when you download the book. So thank you so much for having me, and such a I would love to connect again at some point. We will. I don't doubt it. God does wild things. He's done it already. So it's such a gift. I am so grad, like in gratitude of the becoming journey that's going to literally touch the ends of the earth now with everything that you've done. Love you, sister. Thanks for being here. Y'all, make sure you follow Natasha Graziano in all the places. Hey, y'all. It's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts. And you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fate team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.